0: Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode, hold on, hold on 3, 2, 1, be recorded on October Contact! 8th. Contact. <laughs> be recorded on October 8th. <laughs> it's 2014 still or something like that. I'm Ryan Shrout.
1: I'm Jeremy Elstrom. I am Josh Walbreth.
0: And I'm Alan Malentano. See, Josh is wearing a shirt that says Wyoming so he doesn't forget where he lives. Oh,
1: oh yes! Wyoming!
0: What is the logo underneath the word Wyoming in that? Is that? It's
1: a- the uh, steamboat.
2: That's a steamboat. It's from JoshTech.com. Yes. dot com. The name horse. of
1: the horse is Steamboat. Oh, oh okay. only was ridden once, and, apparently. And then what? Uh, then retired. I don't know. Turned went, into glue. Went on to kill a couple other riders and. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, 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 hmm,
0: <laughs> interesting story. Anyway, uh, so it was. It's been a busy week, actually. It has. Uh, And it's not any less busy this week, I can tell you, based on the amount of crap that is circulating in and out of the office. Um, We record the show on Wednesdays, by the way. This is the official, the only official one. If you see any other podcasts saying that they're associated with PC Perspective, they're not right. Yeah. This is the only official PC Perspective podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. But Uh, there might be somebody uh, contacting game developers about free codes from PC Perspective. They may want to listen to them.
0: Yeah? Yeah? Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Mm, man.
0: Ask for their address. If it's Wyoming, come contact me first. Um, anyway, we record on a Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, at pcpercom slash live. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, join us when we go live, you can uh, always subscribe to our live mailing list. That is at pcper.com slash subscribe. It's a very simple URL. a very simple form. You fill it out here. Give us your name and your email address. We sign you up. We send you an email whenever we do live events. That includes this podcast. That also includes any other live streams we may do. A couple of weeks ago, we had uh, both Tom Peterson from NVIDIA and Jacob Freeman from EVGA here in back-to-back days. We gave did, away did, a bunch did of Did those stuff. streams meet? Uh, no, they never crossed. The they never crossed. They did cross. not cross. That's uh, good. Now, now, me and Tom and Jacob did go out to dinner one night. Mm-hmm. So that kind of counts maybe as crossing streams, but it wasn't on a stream. It was just crossing of personalities. I guess we'll say. But it was fun. Uh, we gave away a lot of stuff on those streams, and we have more of that kind of thing planned soon. Maybe involving some of these, a couple of these. What's in the box? Uh, we'll show it later when we get towards the end of the show. It says, I think it says Aries or something in the oh. card. I don't know what that is. Um, so sign up for that mailing list if you want to know about all the good stuff coming up. Let's jump into articles and reviews the first up is uh the evga gtx 980 water block that we got to take a look at when jacob was here at the office we uh he he direct from taiwan the first and only gtx 980 water block built by ek it's got some evga branding on it and everything um and he showed it off on the live stream for the first time it was this little baby right here and uh after the end of the live stream, we kind of said, hey, why don't you just leave that here for a couple of days? <laughs> and he was like, uh, okay, I guess. So poor, we poor had it in our hands for a few days. And so what we wanted to do was uh, put it through the test. So um, we have – first of all, I should point out we have two videos on uh, uh, our YouTube channel. One where Alan installs the water block onto a gtx did, did he
1: use uh, thermal paste?
0: I did. He did use thermal paste correctly. That's good. Despite all the YouTube comments, that is it is so funny. The too much, ah, too little, ah. And it's not like every time we install a processor on a video, whether it be like an AMD 8350 Mm -hmm. or a Core i7 something, or just you know, like this water block on a GPU, (laughs) the most commented thing is you didn't put the thermal paste on right, no matter how you do it. Oh my when goodness. Ken has done it we've been yelled at when I have done it we've been yelled at now that Alan has done it
2: we've been yelled at Maybe we every do a video on YouTube has a different way that they're right we should do a video of putting it on several different ways and then testing and then, temperatures and then, and, no, and then take it back off and look at how evenly it's spread out in each case I think we, no, should, I think we need to test do, temperatures we
3: should do a choose your own adventure video
0: oh click here if you want the thermal paste <laughs> to go on in an X yeah. click and here. that results
3: in like a nuclear warhead click here like if you want to use peanut butter
0: Right, uh-huh. and then we yeah. progress. Now. Jeremy, you're gonna say something.
4: All right, I'm just going to agree with you, guess Click here for the little tiny dot in the center. Yeah. Click here for the exciting video of somebody spending 10 minutes with a razor blade spreading it themselves.
0: Business cards. Old
4: business
1: cards. That's ah, why I use. Also a good choice. You hate, you hate.
0: I just use business cards for people I don't like anymore, exactly, yeah. and I spread, the, spread it on that way. And it also helps you clean up so you're not leaving too much behind. But whatever, regardless. Uh, we did a video where we installed it because I thought that might be interesting, especially as uh, these start to sell and people buy them for the first time
2: because yeah, they are going to sell them separately
0: yeah, they are going to sell the block separately from the card with the block. It's the EVGA Hydro Copper as yep. their brand for their water cooler. And we also have a video, obviously, that looks at the setup and then the benchmarking and performance of it. So uh, long story short, if you look at some of these pictures here, you can get an idea of, of what we're seeing. It is, it is a water block for a GPU. Um, it is a single-slot design-ish, more or less. But if you're replacing this on a card, I mean, this kind of extends beyond yeah. one socket. This is what do we call this, the inlet-outlet block here cool design it's got six uh ports on it you mm-hmm. can choose any one for in and any one for out yep right it comes with four plugs it comes so with four, you can four plugs so you plug don't the other holes so yeah. fluid doesn't spew out the the water block which is important uh and here it is kind of in process uh, of being installed so um fairly simple setup like as like we used a um Maury sent us a Coolance EXT440 that has a pump and reservoir and, like, a 120 or 140 rad in it. Mm -hmm. And then he sent us a separate 360 single thickness rad with 320 millimeter fans. And we used – so we had, like – we had at least 480 millimeters of radiator going through this. Uh, More than enough. I think more than –
2: it kept it plenty cold. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, here's what's interesting. Like, we've already talked about overclocking on the GTX 680 uh, with an air cooler. And the, the, the net result is, if you look at this Did graph 680? here. I'm sorry, 980. Did yeah, I say okay. 680? I meant yeah. 980. We had also talked about 680 at some point, okay. I'm sure. But uh, on the 980, if you look at this graph, um, the top green line here is our clock speed with the water block. And the red line is our top overclock with the air cooler. And there's not really that much difference. If you look at it here, you're only talking about 100 megahertz clock speed difference. We were able to get this uh, GTX 980, two different GTX 980s within a couple of megahertz of each other, up to 1,582 megahertz. Now that's fixed. Very little change with GPU boosting like that. That's 1,500 megahertz across the board, running games, long periods of time. That's pretty impressive. But what's maybe more impressive is if you look at this graph, this is the temperature comparison. And if you look at that green green line, see how it's way, way, way lower than all these other ones. We're talking yep. like 42 degrees Celsius. This GPU is running under load, extended periods of time, yep. whereas everybody else was up 80, 82, 84, right?
1: 42, Even. huh? 42. 42. That's okay. the answer to GPU cooling. We figured it out. It's always 100, though. Yep. Yep.
0: Oh. Um, so... 42 degrees Celsius, and we were maxing out the amount of voltage that we could increase to the GPU through software. Mm -hmm. And basically, what I did was, as soon as I saw this, I was like, okay, there's a ton more headroom in this GPU. How do I get that other voltage? And the answer is, today, only with hardware modding. Hmm. People that are updating BIOSes and trying to hack in firmware, it is voltage regulation at hardware fixed okay for the time being i don't know when they're going to change it but i have to imagine if evga is going to sell a card with this cooler attached
2: and it only gives you like seven percent additional yeah for- like
0: they are they they know that nvidia is going to do this at some point they have yeah. to this happened uh, i think with the gtx 680 launch is that right um where voltage was was hard locked and people complained and companies like evga couldn't release their classified edition mm-hmm. of the of their video cards right because they need more voltage to do that and even they couldn't get more voltage out of the cards in order to, to sell at higher clock speeds so uh i'm very hopeful that nvidia will do this i don't yep. know when and to or, or to what extent but we were maxed out at we were adding 87 millivolts out of offset. out of what i don't know it's probably like 1.2 1.3 right hmm. Eighty-seven milli: yeah, 0.08? Correct. Wow. Yeah. So we didn't have a whole lot of flexibility. I think if 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 they let us, you know, put a tenth of a volt, two tenths, three tenths of a volt yeah. more into this, I think we could get this at seventeen hundred megahertz, easy. How much more power to consume? Two
1: tenths of a volt is about all you want to do for. Yeah. Because it's running at what one Well, it's probably like one point
0: one five
1: or something like that. One, no, it's one yeah.
0: I think it's well with the offset. I think I was I think it was like 1.1 something, but so what the power
1: consumption do like
2: delta, like I mean, power from, consumption
0: went up maybe from overclocked 50 to, to 60
2: no, watts. From, from, from like overclocked to overclocked on water, nothing like no differences. So you already maxed in either, yeah,
0: because our voltage was already peaked. Oh, right, like I, I peaked the voltage on air cooling and I peaked the voltage on water So then cooling. you
2: got a little more frequency out of it just because it was running much cooler, correct. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't like crank yep. the voltage up anymore.
0: Yep. And I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at this, like this Metro S light benchmark, twenty five, sixty, fourteen, forty. You know, this is the orange line is stock, and the black line is with the hydro copper cooler in there. There's a noticeable difference in performance there. Yeah. And I think we could, I th- I believe we could jump that again. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe almost you know double that performance difference if we had the the capability to do it. So yeah, here you can see our our setup, our hodgepodge coolant's uh, reservoir pump 360 rad and going up into our evga is that bucket. mineral oil no no that's- no it's coolant's liquid
1: oh that's too bad because i thought ken would be orbiting about it
0: <sighs> that joke will just never die will it never it'll just, it'll just never, never. It. i mean it stopped being funny years ago but <laughs> <laughs> so but, but why stop yeah, exactly.
4: We do it long enough, it'll be funny again.
0: Right, it just full circle, that stuff. Uh, Especially
4: so, when we save up and send you five gallons.
0: So that's our uh, experience with the hydro-copper water block. Other than that, it's like... I would—I actually kind of would say, like, don't buy this right now. Until I wouldn't buy this until you know that you have the capability to add more
2: voltage yeah. to it. I mean, you're spending more than 100 bucks on a block. It's going to be $130, 150 yeah. bucks for the water block. You have to have all the rest of the system, mm-hmm. right? You have to do plumbing. Mm-hmm. You have to do all the stuff. And you're only getting... You're going from 1480
0: to 1580, is what my overclock difference was. That's
2: like, what, 6-7% gain? Yeah. That is not enough gain to justify.
0: But once NVIDIA opens up voltage, hopefully... Uh, we'll get Jacob to send that water block back or send a card with the water block pre-attached, yeah. and then we can we can go about doing that stuff again. So uh, check out that article, though. It's, it's pretty interesting. We've got a couple of videos on it as well. Uh, real quick, Steve posted a review of the Lenovo Y50 Touch gaming notebook. Um, Specifications-wise, very similar to what we've seen in other devices, Core i7-4700. Quad core processor uh, it does have hyper threading, but it has uh, the discrete graphics here is a GTX 860M. So if you're wondering what happened to the GTX 800 series, uh, this is this is why they didn't use it this time around. Uh, 8 gigs of memory, one terabyte hard drive. Uh, looks like it's a, a, a hybrid drive. It's got 8 gigs of flash, and that's probably Seagate drive then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a 15 inch display, 1080p. Um, it's actually a, a, I think a pretty nice looking gaming notebook it's kind of uh in the cool mid events. mid-range performance level for a what you would call a gaming notebook yeah. uh, but i do think it looks nice i like the brushed finish on the back here it's um looks a little bit more roughed up than maybe you're used to seeing but i, I, I think it looks nice the red accents are nice you know the usb ports and stuff uh look good there um it's it, it's a pretty it's a pretty good design actually uh in terms of it's got that Lenovo keyboard, so you're going to get some advantages there. It's, it's probably mm, my style. It's not quite ThinkPad, right? This is a, uh, I guess it's the, the, the Y is the IdeaPad, I think, branding. Hey, look, there's Steve, everybody. Hey, Steve. It's a somewhat glossy screen, as you can tell from this <laughs> photo.
1: That's what Steve looks like with the camera in front of
0: him. <laughs> you notice he's never posted a picture where the camera is not directly in front of his face.
2: It's like uh, Home Improvement. I you swear. Know,
0: there's
1: a lack of Ikea in
0: those shots. He's R. Wilson. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. That's uh, Sebastian uses oh, the Oh, sorry. Yes. yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sebastian we'll could with, be making the cover of the magazine. S. Yes. Yeah. Sebastian has, like, fantastic pictures throughout his, yeah. his house or whatever. His it's, house uh, has it's feng shui way. and then some. Uh, we got battery testing in here. It's not great. I mean, it's not awful. It's it's actually, you know, it's better than some of the other gaming notebooks, but it has less power than some of those gaming notebooks like the gt70 uh but it's lower than the the ge40 or the the idea uh flex 14 for example let's go ahead, let's look, look uh, take a quick look at the gaming performance here and see where it stands out um pretty much in line with that y500 less than the gt70 that's got a higher end gpu in it um but I mean, Bioshock Infinite, almost 50 frames per second at 1080p ultra detail. Metro 2033, almost 30 frames per second at very high quality. Plenty of frames for Starcraft 2. Plenty for Diablo 3. You know, this is again I would consider it a mid-range gaming notebook. If you're on the lookout for a machine like that, um, let me let me double check here. I think the pricing is a. It's kind of. It's a little bit up there. It's like 1,400 bucks. $1,500, uh, and with the release of like the GTX 980M and 970M, we'll talk about it in a little bit, um, you may have differences of opinion on what performance you should expect for that, that dollar amount, too. So check out that review if you are interested. That is the uh, uh, Lenovo Y50 Touch Gaming Notebook. Uh, a quick re- recap or uh, re-addressing, retest. retesting. A quick, retest. a quick, Let's talk about our quick retest. Of the WD Red 6 terabytes. Why are we retesting this to begin with?
2: Uh, so when we tested them the first time around, uh, they seemed to have some sort of a firmware glitch in the first batch that went out, first shipping batch, um, where the drive basically wouldn't behave the way you would expect with queued commands. So in other words, you put stack more c- commands up on the drive, it's able to do command queuing, it's a hard disk, which definitely benefits from that, right? Because it's... sure takes a relatively long time to yeah. to do seeks
0: of all drives that of, would, of would have a benefit from it right? hard drives being up there
2: that's actually hard drives are the reason <laughs> that it that came out in the first place right it just, yeah the SSDs just kind of tag along on that spec for them to, to see stuff performance coming in as well performance, yeah right uh but hard drives is definitely something you'd want to have queued performance and uh, they pretty much didn't so okay that was an issue and then we reached out to Western Digital and I said oh wait. Yeah, something's up, and I, I don't know more in on this in detail, but I suspect they probably pulled some shipments back and then. Reshipped yeah, whatever some wasn't already on shelves,
0: maybe they probably yeah.
2: would would have returned. So. Because it was pretty quick that um, a revised model number of the uh, of the six terabyte red came out, and you can tell the difference because the last character in the drive it'll basically be YMN uh, zero. For the original drive YMN1, you can tell the just symbol revision. Yeah, right, and that's the the updated drive. Okay. Um, if you have w- some of the uh, YMN0 drives and you want to update them, you have to go through Western Digital support to do it. So it's a red. They have their 24/7 support system thing. That's supposed to be an advantage of having it. Yeah. So use it. That's how you get it. They're not just going to post the farm the firmware on their website because Western Digital usually doesn't do that. Like, I don't even think they do. For so if you
0: have any of these drives, you can't just go download the firmware update. You have to request it. Yeah, you just
2: have to ask for it. Like, and well, then, hey, I and
0: we assume they'll just give it to anybody that, that asked I, for it? I
2: haven't heard anybody not get it that asked for it. Okay. A couple of people emailed me saying, hey, I don't see it on their site, and I just directed them to, you know, that, hey. That WD it, Red support area. Yeah, use their support, and then I, I guess they never got it <laughs> I, Yeah, I never heard back. You know, usually you don't hear back when there's good news. so That's true okay so did the did it fix it performance wise did we look at any
0: particular data here to to see that it's improved so we tested two different things which
2: is really there was no sense in including two separate updated versions of the drive one being the original one firmware patched and then the other one being like just a new newer drive right because western digital did ship us newer ones as well um so, the results are identical between those two. So, if you have an older one and you patch it, you're going to see these results for the, the newer drive. So,
0: what we're looking at is the original drive in this graph is the
2: one that kind of tapers off towards the, the yeah, wrong direction it's pretty much here. flat. Yeah. And then it even falls off. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think that fall off at the very extreme end. Now I realize once you get past 32, you're really kind of pushing it for SATA anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I think the drive just kind of gets overwhelmed, especially since it's handling 6 terabytes with a controller that I think is the same controller that's been handling it since, like, 1 terabyte. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's going to kind of fall off way, way up there. But the real key there is, like, probably between 1 and, like, 8, where the ramp is and how that kind of ramps up as you're looking at it, right? Right. So, um, the the deep red color there is the 3 terabyte red. Okay, so that's kind of the lowest...
0: if I just go up here this this blue one right here it's a little bit harder to see, so yeah, that, it's actually scaling up
2: are you looking at I'm looking at, uh, at this
0: blue one right here
2: that dark blue this one right here yeah that's it this one right here okay so that's what it that's what it changed to all right so basically it's performing better than a three terabyte red right yep because that's the dark red yeah um and it's actually performing a little bit better than a 4 terabyte red, but only at the lower Q-depths. You'll notice at the beginning, like Q-depth 1 through 8 or so, that white-blue line is above the darker-blue line. Yep. Right, so it's performing a little bit better, and then it just kind of has this fall-off where, I, again, I think the controller is kind of at its limit. Like, I think they're going to have to update the controller in mm-hmm. the next revision of these guys. Um, but pretty much where it matters for NAS use, I mean, I really wouldn't see just a, a, any regular person's NAS or RAID going much past eight anyway. Gotcha. Because uh, really, how many simultaneous things are you going to hit that array with if it's just for bulk file storage in the first place? Fair enough. Um, so the performance now is pretty much where we would expect it to have been in the first place. And that's really the, the long and short of the story. Okay. Right?
0: So no more issue. Like, if you're buying these, almost surely you're going to get the new revision.
2: Yeah, unless you somehow got new old stock that happened to be like the first batch. Yeah. But it's okay. something you would want to check. Just read the labels before you and, But if you
0: do them. get it, you can just request the update and you want to have Yeah,
2: I would just request issues. the update immediately before you install them because mm, then part. you're going to have to pull them back out and potentially break a raid. You don't know. I mean, the update is non destructive, but. Don't do that. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen there. So update them before you put them in the service. Okay. Definitely.
0: All right. Uh, this week, we also did some game testing, some new games came out. One game got updated. Um, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, which is a game that uh, occurs in the Lord of the Rings universe. But it's apparently timeline-wise between uh, the end of The Hobbit and the beginning of – the first movie? the first movie, really, I think that's what it is yeah, it was what about the first book made up before the first, Ranger
4: first thing first that got turned into a wraith, but not kind of
0: yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a pretty cool i don't know I don't know much about the story of Lord of the Rings like outside the movies I've read the books, but it's been a long time, and yeah. I don't follow the lore or anything seems really.
2: pretty gruesome though
0: but it is it is not like a Lord of the Rings game you've ever seen before <laughs> there is a lot of beheadings you can like stick a knife in somebody's stomach and gut them out the side for like there's it's a lot of gruesome brutal murders well, I thought
4: it was worse than that I thought you could personally torture an orc throughout its entire career you can. just to make sure that you could have it all of its extra weaknesses and know what they were you
0: can like yeah and then you can like torture it so that it's like on your side and then at a certain point command it to attack the other guys like yeah. I, I'm not a game reviewer but listening to a bunch of stuff I've played several hours of it they talk about like when you are going to assault a captain orc or something like that you can go around and like t- essentially take over all of the archers along the top Yep. so that they're on your side and then like right before you barge in to attack you can signal them to start you know barraging the rest of the orcs with with arrows and stuff, it's 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 a really cool looking game, and visually, it's also pretty impressive. Um, it kind of came as a surprise to me that this was even like a big release for the PC. I, like I knew it was coming out, mm-hmm. sort of, but but not really. Um, and it, it is an NVIDIA game. I don't know if it has any GameWorks stuff in it, but it has an NVIDIA splash across the the front of it. So it might have um, something in there. It, it may. But um, So we went ahead and uh, I ran the GTX 980, the 970, and the Radeon R9 290X and 290 through uh, the benchmark. It has a pretty good integrated benchmark in it um, at both very high and ultra settings. There's, there's some caveats in here about making sure you set the settings correctly that you should
2: go... Was this real. the game that the reported frame rate was kind of eh?
0: Yes, with AMD cards, the reported frame rate from the benchmark itself, like on the screen, yeah. on the game, could vary with 20 frames per second run-to-run,
2: run, like mm. on average. Okay. So right? something for people to know in case they want to use But it. if
0: you used fraps or, in our case, obviously we're using our capture stuff, yeah. the, frames, the, the frame rates and the performance was very consistent. So something in the internal t- timer or counters or something that was happening in that benchmark was busted. For whatever yeah. reason, uh, but the the visual experience for both AMD and NVIDIA products were, were good.
2: Yeah, just the reported yeah. frame rate. Yeah, uh,
0: I, you know the the so we tested twenty five sixty and four K at very high and ultra. You can see here uh, this is twenty five sixty by fourteen forty at very high. The 290X is just a tiny bit faster than the 980, but they're essentially the same. Uh, And then the R9 290 is just a tiny bit faster than the 970 as well, there. And if you look here, you know, very consistent frame times, no frame variance issues for anybody. Uh, And then if we look at the Ultra preset at that resolution, you can see that again. Very similar results, 290X just a little bit faster than the 980 and uh, the 290 uh, a little bit faster than the 970 again there. Uh, and that same is actually kind of the same result as seen at the 4K resolution testing, except in this case, um, 290X is actually more, more faster than uh, the 980. Hmm. than in the previous resolution. And then the same is true from the 290 to the the 970. So the AMD AMD cards have a a small but measurable, at least, advantage in performance here. Uh, And again, no discernible frame time issues. Yeah,
1: but no true audio support.
2: No true audio support.
1: Oh, can't
2: do it. No true audio support. Frame times are mighty smooth there. Yeah, They are, they are.
1: And at 4K, it's even
0: more so like... Like, when you get into 4K Ultra, you get a couple of these hitches, but we're talking about... To be fair, the Ultra preset on this game recommends 6 gigabytes of frame buffer, which is stupid,
2: right? Like, it's... That's just... Yeah.
0: It it doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, it's there if you want to try it. I will say that, um, for example, if you look at the frame rates here at 4K on Ultra, uh, they kind of range anywhere between... You know, 30, you know, 2830, up to 40, 45, depending on uh, the part of the scene you're looking at. And this, <clears throat> we happen to have our, our Acer G Sync monitor sitting there, and I decided to hook it up. And uh, the experience, like playing on a 980 on a, on a standard 4K monitor, and then using a G Sync 4K monitor, yeah. makes that experience way better. Yep. Like it really does. Um, I'd
2: really like to buy one of those monitors.
0: Well, you don't want the 4K one. You want the I want, ROG Swift. I want, but I, I want it but to I be in it. stock. You want it to be in stock. I understand. <laughs> uh, and so it's, it was interesting to me to see, like, this is kind of, it is another instance where it's like, hey, this G-Sync stuff actually works. Like, it actually makes things. I don't know if I would still play 4K at ultra. You know, maybe I would still try to get a little bit higher frame rates than what uh, this was showing, really. But between 35 and 50, it really, really helped. It was kind of interesting to see it there, and it, you know, it validates NVIDIA's, you know, belief in the technology and AMD's drive to create FreeSync and put it into the market because they would benefit th- in the same fashion. Yep, uh, as NVIDIA is able to benefit today. But overall. <clears throat> interesting performance. It's a game, if you're looking for a game that looks really good and you want to show off some of the performance of your new hardware, this is one to uh, to look at for sure. It's impressive looking and it's actually really fun. There's a lot of murdering that occurs apparently. Hmm. Uh, also a game where a lot of murdering occurs, Sniper Elite 3. That sounds like a game of murdering. Assignment. But at least you get a biology lesson while you're doing it. Has this always been the case for this series? It has, isn't it?
4: I think so, but yeah. I don't know because I've never played a single one of them. I've just watched the trailers and gone,
0: really? So if biology you don't know what we're talking about,
1: uh, Alan, what you see here, if you look on that screen there... Whoa. You can, you can see some nice anatomy and physiology that's, that's, that wow. is accurate. So what happens is... is Look at those phalanges. When you shoot your, you know when you shoot your sniper rifle... It's a, the you
0: see the bullet go across and like everything slows down and bullet then time, okay. you go bullet time but even slower than that and then when it gets and approaches the enemy, you get a biological x-ray. view of them. Yeah, that's and not even X-ray. That's just his guts. You watch the bullet go through whatever part of the body it goes through. Oh, uh, it fades and, like, through, through the muscle yet. tissue like and I shot one in the neck and you see like the 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 throat explode and the vertebrae shoot out what it's yeah. kind of weird, and you can shoot people in the balls and stuff, and that gets pretty awkward you, you know the, the term murder porn <laughs> does get tossed around a
4: lot, but this is you know yeah. poster child
2: so it's the yeah. idea you 're just like all right i 'm gonna give this guy a vasectomy,
0: yeah yeah, here we go yeah and like then... i mean and it and it 's neat, and you know what I have to say it 's like it 's funny it 's not it 's not it's not hyper realistic. It's not hyper realistic. That thinking. looks
2: pretty dang it's, realistic. It
0: does, but in but when you watch it in motion, like, oh, it's okay, it, it's cool looking,
4: but it's because I mean, in real life, you can't actually see the juggler explode.
0: Correct,
2: yeah. I guess.
0: Which yeah. yeah. like, and you hear, and it is a little bit unnerving when you hear like the sound of the bullet going, going through. through the flesh. It's like, <laughs> and then it hits a bone. Or it's it's kind of weird. crunches. Oh, the Dolby guys and, must have
4: yeah. had fun on that one. <laughs>
0: But anyway, the reason we're looking at this game is it's not <laughs> brand new, but they did just release a patch for Mantle support.
2: Oh, okay. last
0: week. So uh, was it? A- it was always been an AMD game. It was part of like their uh, bundling and stuff like that. But they did release a Mantle patch. So I wanted to run through this game as well. We did 2560 and 4K again, uh, Ultra preset. We did the 980, 970, 290x, and 290. And uh, here's the result, right? Here's Sniper Elite 2560 by 1440 Ultra. Here's where, here's where it's interesting, right? Uh, also notice, we didn't do any frame time captures on this. I did. But because there's mantle involved, we have no way to yeah, we can't, do an uh, overlay and yeah. use our capture process and all that other stuff. So these are just average frame rates. Because uh, I will say that space. everything was smooth and there were no frame time issues, yeah, yeah. even in multi-GPU. Uh, but So, so what's the difference? The 980... It's faster than the 290X. Okay. These Both these results use DirectX 11. You turn on Mantle, and it gives uh, the 290X like about, well, I'd say almost exactly an 8% boost okay. in performance. Takes it an average from 100 to 108, and that's just enough, slightly above the 980. That's enough to get over yeah. the 980. Same thing happens with the 970 versus the 290. The 970 is a little bit faster. You turn on Mantle, and boom, you get a little advantage there. Right? Uh, similar thing at 4K. Uh, you know the 290 X and the 980 are pretty even in DX11. You turn on Mantle, you get just a slight bit performance. We're talking like three, four percent or something like that. Nothing huge, but it's there's something there, right? It, this is this is validation for people that are buying these products thinking that they're going to use Mantle for something. Right?
1: And, so and that that 290 out. and 290 X, their 512 <clears throat> bit uh, memory bus seems to help a little bit in these situations, especially at, at 4K. 4K, yeah. especially.
0: Yeah, yeah. It definitely seems to be the case because I mean, if you look at the 970 <clears throat> versus the 290, even DX11, you know, the 290 is a little bit faster, and that's not usual. That in our in our initial review of the 970, that wasn't really the case. Yep. For most of the time, the the 970 was faster, and you enable Mantle, so you get just a little bit more performance out of it. Now, there is a downside to Mantle, and that is seen here in multi-GPU. This game scales with multi-GPUs fantastically, even to 3 and 4 GPUs, as I'm testing over there right now. Wow, is that like pure 100% scale? It's like 105 to 192. That's 89% scaling, I think, or something, and then 100 to 186 for AMD. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty good. Now, with Mantle, you don't get any crossfire scaling. Oh. Uh, Either at 25 or 4K. Is, is it supposed to? No. Well, no. Uh, Mantle is not supposed to? So with Mantle, when, when, when a game developer is using Mantle API, AMD doesn't handle Crossfire anymore. It's up to the game developer to integrate support for multiple GPUs.
2: Oh. Right. And, so it's not even the same way anymore. It's a totally different no. method. No correct okay.
0: so like you I mean you would still enable it in the driver but that's basically sending a flag to the game engine that says hey they want to use multiple yeah, GPUs the
2: game engine still has to the handle the game it.
0: engine is totally it's totally up to it to divide up the workload process mm. it merge it output whatever it is right so uh, this you know Rebellion the game developer of this game did not want to do that they either didn't have time didn't see the benefit yeah um
2: and it doesn't sound like it's an easy thing to do, even though they already went the step of implementing Mantle. It doesn't sound like it's just a. It,
0: I don't think it's super easy because if you look at Battlefield Four, the poster child for Mantle, yeah, its its multi GPU support was 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 not there at first, yep. and then it was first implemented and it wasn't that great, and they've improved a little bit since. But those are the guys that have the best idea, best uh, information, and experience with Mantle, and they hey hey still hey, you, you
1: got to walk before you can run.
0: This is true. I agree but it's just unfortunate that you know people there are people out there that have multiple Radeon GPUs and they're super excited to use something like mantle because it you know it gets them some performance advantage you know debatable how much and and what what it's worth uh but to like have a second one and then not be able to use it with mantle eh, you know it, it's probably a little bit disappointing but it's not it's not the end of the world just turn back on to direct x11 and and go about but it does kind of indicate that mantle is it's still limited right like it's I, I think it's still considered in beta right by amd it's yeah it's never it's never come out yeah. of beta is it yet. gonna be a google beta the, it'll be beta forever yeah i hope not i hope not but uh there's our sniper elite three results and there's a skull exploding
1: again of course so explode yeah there's that he's even got a helmet shadow you know what i'm saying no no okay no
0: Nvidia launched GTX 980M uh, and 970M. I saw that. Uh, Scott wrote up a little post for us. We're not going to talk too much about this because I have a system using GTX 980M uh, that we're doing performance testing on. We'll talk about that Oh, is that what you've been playing shows. around with all day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We oh. got an MSI GT72 with a
2: 980M in there. And it's like pretty damn fast. I would imagine. It's pretty impressive.
0: It's what pretty impressive. Say,
2: like what percent of a real 980 is like a 980M? It's essentially a 970.
0: The 980m I think has well if I look down here actually in Scott's story a 980m has mm, about the same well let's see it's got s- slightly less about three quarters the CUDA cores of a 980 yeah
2: uh, with just a little bit you know, lower that's clock not really speed. bad at all considering it's a mobile <laughs> chip yeah no I mean it's I mean is the frequency the same uh well,
1: 1038 the memory versus 1126
2: lower that's not much lower
1: yeah nope go ahead no, no no memory look at the memory.
0: Yeah, what well, what about it? It's two hundred fifty-six bit memory bus. Oh, you mean it's running at five gigahertz instead of seven gigahertz? Correct. Okay. Yep. that's
1: that's a big chunk of uh, power
0: it is. Yep. there. Memory savings on there on their memory buses are are pretty dramatic there. Um, but like sneak preview of results, ten eighty p. Crisis three, very high presets runs fine.
2: Like sixty.
0: Um, probably not in Crisis three. Okay, but like. 1080p for that card, or Probably that higher than 30. card. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, 1080p for that is not an issue at all. Like on pretty much any game we've looked at. Alien Isolation, I was testing, uh, you know, Battlefield 4, Crisis wow. 3. So that's a laptop. Uh, Shadow of Mordor. It's a laptop. And 1080p is obviously the native resolution of that display. Yep. It does work with G Sync. I hooked up a G Sync, mo- not natively, okay. not on the native screen. Okay. I hooked up a G Sync monitor to it. Yeah. And that does work, right? So you, have you got to switch support to like that. just it or
2: something. Yeah. yeah. Just drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Um, yeah, I know when I was talking about the uh, MSI ones, that was the one thing I couldn't find written out perfectly clear was G Sync will work on an external monitor, but at the same time, you're not going to trim Maxwell to not be able to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's no G Sync on laptops
4: yet. There's like. no 4K on laptops either.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, you can get 25 by 14 or 1080p G Sync. Well, and right then now. you can upscale it. You can. Yeah, that's right. You, you can do DSR on yeah. these as well.
2: Oh, um, that that laptop's doing quad uh, RAID zero SSDs.
0: Yeah, it's got four uh, SS four M dot two SSDs running in a RAID wow. zero. Yeah,
4: oh, so it's access. never going to boot again.
0: <laughs> oh no, it works. No, it's totally fine.
4: Orion hasn't touched
0: it yet. Then, eh? <laughs> well, I know I took it out. I took the whole module. He even took out. it out. Yeah. Showed it everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, So 980, 970M, they're going to be all over the place in these gaming notebooks very soon. Um, You have the same feature set that you had with the desktop parts, DSR support, dynamic super resolution, uh, VXGI support whenever that gets implemented in any games, Uh, MFAA support (laughs) uh, if that ever gets implemented in a driver will be available on it. It does have battery boost technology, which um, the idea is to extend the battery
2: life while you're playing games on a battery. You were saying that was kind of a noticeable difference, too. Huh?
0: Well, I didn't test actual battery life, but I was checking um, just, uh, no, not the uh, the discharge rate of the battery yep. mm. with battery boost on versus not. And you can get an idea of what the extended battery life is. Can you turn
2: that on while it's plugged in? Can you? Is that possible? No. Why? Uh, you want to just draw less power. Like you no, Don't dumb. be a dummy, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> what? Some people live off the grid and they're on solar power and crap like that, and they only buy laptops because of that, right? Who, and then-
0: who lives? Who who only has solar power but buys a two thousand dollar gaming laptop? <laughs> they really want to. People a game. in
4: Arizona and think how much they're <laughs> saving on electricity. It'll take, yeah. it'll
0: take four <laughs> weeks to recharge this battery, or this laptop, but I'll be able to game for an wow. hour and twelve minutes after that. Figure out how long it'll take you to download Crisis Three on your satellite internet. Yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, but it, it, that seems to work pretty well. Uh, they did implement with the new GeForce experience uh, the ability to optimize for plugged in versus on battery, which is really cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, And I'll show you when I actually get into performance testing next week that it actually makes a big difference. Like, the experience difference is there. Like, I, this is something I never really thought about before, but it makes total sense, right? Uh, a laptop, when it's plugged into AC power, can draw, like, 230, 240 watts mm-hmm. through that power adapter. But when it's on a battery, it doesn't even have the capability to draw that much power. Yep. 100, 110 watts. Maybe. Maybe. Right? Yeah. So the GPU can't do nearly as much.
2: Yeah. Just depends on the rating of the battery. It's probably just a...
0: Yeah. But I mean, know. they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. Right? So what what does a GPU do when it's on battery? Like, if you leave the settings the same, you're going to choke out that performance. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is exactly what happens. So the, the battery boost with the combination with the GFE optimization stuff actually does...
2: So it scales cool, back but, all the settings. It scales
0: back, scales back settings because Nvidia is testing and they know that hey, the GPU will be able to render at these settings at this kind of power yep. for this frame rate. So that'll work out. It's it, it's pretty cool stuff. We'll we'll
1: talk about that more next week
0: um, because I do think. It's so
1: when are they uh, going to implement uh, <clears throat> implement Samuel uh, Jackson AA? Uh, it'll probably which be which is which is going to be called <laughs> BA. MFAA,
0: <laughs> <laughs> badass MFAA. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, you know, I I think that'll be next generation. You know, what's yeah. what's after uh, Maxwell? Is that Pascal? Um, Pascal.
2: I like the DSR stuff better than any of that.
0: You know, I haven't tested that yet. I do need to test DSR on a laptop because that's like you've got a fixed 1080p screen, yep. it's 17 inches, right? 17.3 yeah. inch display. Uh, I just running think running at 4K and downsample. I think it I, I just think that, think that the DS,
2: well. DSR gives you enough of a benefit to where you just. Screw all the AA stuff. It's yeah. It's aliasing after the fact that the end result is that you've aliased the whole scene. Like everything. So Yeah. You know. Uh,
0: I'll try it out. We'll see. Uh Morey posted a review of the I think we got two Mori reviews here in a row. Yep. The Be Quiet Dark Rock Pro Three and the Shadow Rock
1: Slim. What on earth? These are CPU coolers, guys. Oh. Hey, it looks like you a You Throw car. them at your mother-in-law and kill her. Oh, yeah, yeah, you
4: could.
0: So this uh, must be the this ones,
4: one point two kilos, Holy moly. Uh, which is about what two point six pounds.
0: Sure, sounds right.
4: Yeah, the the big one.
0: Yeah, this it's guy right here.
4: Monstrous, and we all know that Maury likes the big coolers.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cannot lie. <laughs> he cannot lie.
4: I mean, as you can see, the one, it's got a 120 mil fan and a 135 mil fan on the outside. It's a little bit nicer than, like, the old tunics that used to have the fans on the inside, because you can actually get at it. I've got a tunic that I still have to uh, disassemble on a regular occasion to pull the cat hair out of uh, this one. (laughs) You can actually get at it. But the thing is, you'd think with a cooler that big that it would work. Didn't work? Unfortunately, not so much.
0: Look at that. Look at the size of that
4: I know. Like jump to uh, the, third bus, the testing configuration you. so you can see it on an actual board. Oh I guess pictures. Oh here we
2: go. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Where's the board?
4: Oh. Like again, it's about the size of the video card, just not quite as long. <laughs> but the sad thing is like on Ivy Bridge the stocks were up about forty two degrees Celsius. He had mm. difficulty overclocking it. Hmm. And strangely enough, the Shadow Rock Slim with a single fan was a little bit better or about the same as the gigantic uh, uh, one.
2: It might have been missing some, uh. Hmm. Some of it might, it might have, have been it.
4: missing some thermal paste,
2: no, are you gonna no, say? No, it might have leaked. It might have leaked its uh, fluid.
1: If you know what I'm saying.
2: Like during mm-hmm. shipment, because <laughs> it's so heavy. No, because the fluid for the heat pipes.
4: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. if you weird. look yeah. at it, it, does, it is a heat
1: pipe-based uh, cooler. fat, heat pipes,
2: yeah. leaking
1: fluid. Huh.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, so, the I mean, Dark,
0: the dark they're, Rock they're not Pro was a little bit better uh, on yeah. Haswell than the Be Quiet uh, Shadow Rock. Dark Rock, Shadow Rock, Dark Rock, Shadow Rock. It's
2: probably defective or
0: something. Yeah.
4: But then again, you also think that the Dark Rock Pro is about $90. Mm-hmm. The Shadow Rock is about fifty. And the Shadow Rock is gonna fit on a lot more systems to be honest.
0: That's true. You do have quite a bit more uh, spacing on that one. So eh, interesting. Check out the review if you guys are interested in more. Uh, more Mori. And speaking of more Mori, how about a review of the Maximus 7 Formula Z ninety seven motherboard? Look at that motherboard. <gasps> Look how awesome it's got armor. Look how awesome that motherboard looks. Look at this features on this. It's got... Uh, so this is... It's a Z97 board, right? So Tazwell, well... Uh, you've got the uh, capability uh, to run water cooling
1: over the VRMs integrated Look into the Look at the, the contours. It looks like it could be in an Aliens movie. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's pretty Mr. Amazing. Geiger designed that before he died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got uh, uh, MPCIe combo cards up top. Uh, you have... Uh, I think you got two Ethernet. No, just one Ethernet ports. Um, two by 16 slots. So you can do two-way. Oh, uh, SLI or three-way crossfire, but not three-way SLI. Uh, <clears throat> Thunderbolt header, Sonic soundstage, ROG uh, external connector, which is for those uh, external header units. If you want uh, something that mounts on your three-and-a-half-inch bay. Ten SATA six-gigabit ports, two SATA express ports, uh, and DDR3, it's still got start and reset buttons. Memo okay it's got Memo OK, so we know we're, we're fine then. Um, this, look at that, that's awesome. I would totally, I don't really, like, I don't ever, I don't ever feel like I'm going to buy that board because of the way it looks, but that looks pretty right. badass.
4: You know, I mean, I miss the Northbridge for the differentiation we used to have with motherboards, but now that they've had to find something unique, like, say, the look. Yeah. We're getting some kick-ass looking motherboards nowadays, aren't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool stuff. Output connectivity here—you got six USB three, one gigabit Ethernet, HDMI, DisplayPort. Got your uh, BIOS reset button. All this stuff. I Love the black and red design. It goes well with these cards and these briefcases over here. Uh, there's your SATA output connections there. It's pretty standard for ASUS's Z97 motherboards. You got your six regular SATA. You got your two SATA Express that can also double as four more. SATA ports there. Um, you can see with that armor, though, that they kind of had to squeeze in their normal stuff into the corners, right? You've got your voltage monitoring. you got your Q code, start reset buttons, all kind of jammed up in there. Look at that. That looks awesome. This is this is with the uh, caps on it when you're not doing the water cooling. Yep. I think that looks badass as well. And there it is. If you want to easily add it in your water cooling setup, uh, I think it's probably questionable how much benefit you'll get out of it. Or overclocking or anything, but uh, it, you know, if you've, if you've already got the rig, if you, you do, know, it just you got it all, you need is two more barbs and some extra tubing, and you're done. So, where you so. notice
2: that is if you go all water cooling and you don't really have any fans just bowling right over the motherboard anymore, mm-hmm. right? That's where the, the voltage regulators and everything will start to cook, like over the course of hours, mm, like just everything will just start because you don't have any cooling, any air movement. Yeah, um, that's why I ended up having a cool mine. So I didn't want to add a fan. I'd rather add heat sinks to the... Huh. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you want to look at this review, man, it, it goes over all the bundled uh, software, all of the UEFI features. Don't call it BIOS. JJ gets mad. Uh, all of the UEFI features, including things like your favorites or your setup tree maps, and you can change all this. I mean, there's all kinds of crap in here. This is JJ awesome. JJ just wants you to call it, it just the call UEFI. Just call it firmware. UEFI. Firm.
2: Just firmware. The UEFI.
0: Well, it's not, it's not a BIOS. It's a UEFI.
1: It's oh. firmware. It's Unified Extended Firmware yeah, yeah. Look Interface. At the, look Just at the title of the firmware. screenshot. It's the ASUS okay.
3: UEFI
0: BIOS Utility.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. see, it says
2: UEFI BIOS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: there's that. Um, so the, if you are looking for a high-end Z97 board, you need to check this one out. Uh, I don't even think it's stupid expensive. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. It's like 317 Ooh. on Amazon. You can get more expensive.
2: That's you can a go 99 39? territory. Or X99. Uh, X99. Need a battery. But-
4: <laughs> Maury did one, want one thing to be mentioned. Okay, what's that? Uh, be- you notice how you mentioned that everything had to be squished to the sides to fit the esthetics Uh-oh, where's
2: the BIOS battery? Nope,
4: uh, it wasn't actually that in this case. Okay. In fact, the BIOS battery was just fine, and it's a UEFI battery. <laughs> 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 no, uh, if you look at the M2 port, yep. you'll notice that a full-size card just... just isn't quite happy there.
2: Yeah. Kind of oh, hits, the, hits the armor. That's jacked. Wait a minute. How do you plug in the 8-pin? Well, you, you don't, then.
4: Yeah, you, you don't. know do it. So if you want that combo card... No, yeah. wait a minute. I thought it was a...
0: Sh- uh, I, I thought I saw a picture of that where it did fit. Maybe it was with a different card.
4: It, well, if it's not a full-sized one. If it's one of the trimmed down ones.
2: I don't but know you, you see on
4: here. the top one there? Yeah. So if it's trimmed down, it might sneak in there. With the full-sized one, you're kind of...
2: Why is it sitting in a completely different position in the other picture? Because it's socketed. Well, it's because the
1: angle of the dangle is in direct proportion to the heat of the beat. (laughs)
2: You
1: got it. (laughs) Okay. If you look at the second
3: picture, it's socketed, so he couldn't fit it back in there, so he has it unplugged and slightly askew. Uh, Okay.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so that is the uh, Maximus Seven Formula. I just, I think that's awesome looking. Been cool. Pretty good with one of these video cards over here that I keep tapping. Think about it.
1: Doesn't it look like it's a pistol at the top of the, uh, why the board?
0: Why don't
2: you take that out and just, you know. Come on, Ryan, take it out. Excuse Ryan while he whips this out.
0: I think that motherboard would go great with this video card.
2: I think that video card would go great anywhere. I think that'd be slightly unproportional pricing. That is, and big. It's, it's long and hard and that is a water block. This is the
1: ASUS Ares Three.
4: Yes, this it is. is number three hundred
0: and sixty-seven of five hundred.
4: Oh, yeah. and you got the condom over the golden finger still.
0: Gold yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm protecting it all. This is only on loan from us from a uh, very generous uh, reader of the website. So
2: EK Waterblock.
0: And uh, oh we man, also, I, man, I wish we had another one of those. Yeah, if only we had number oh. four hundred and seventy-five as well.
2: Huh. If only.
0: Hmm. So expect more on that soon. Uh, let's talk about news, guys. nudes. I'm always ready to
1: talk about news. a and
0: has a new CEO. Dr. Lisa Su, who this is the only picture apparently we've ever taken of her on our website. Because every time she is mentioned, this is the photo that is referenced. So uh, Rory Reed stepping down. Lisa Su taking his spot. Uh, Rory will apparently be in, in a quote advisory role till the end of 2014, which means vacation time needed to be taken.
4: I, I thought it meant he went out and bought a basketball team.
0: No, he's not. He doesn't. Ha- no, this is AMD. This is not Microsoft. <laughs> not <yet>. He <laughs> didn't have enough money to buy a basketball team. Uh, Josh, what do you make of this change?
1: Well, you know, it was a little unexpected. We expected uh, Rory to be in there for another year, at least two years. And suddenly he announces he's stepping down, Lisa's stepping up, and he's going to be in an advisory role. And if you look at how much money they made in the past couple of years, it's a nice amount for small people like you and I. I mean, you're kind of larger than me, but still, we're small people in the big scheme of things. Um, He is not a uh, Mr. Balmer. He is not a Mark Cuban. So I wonder what he's off to next. But anyway... His job was not viewed as being necessarily done. Um, he's done some things. He's, he's helped change the, the culture of the company. Uh, it's not entirely finished yet. They're not as nimble and as fast as he would like them to be. Um, new products are not exactly flowing out at a uh, tremendous rate. But they've done some good things. I mean, they brought in uh, Raja. They brought in Jim. They got them back into the fold. They're doing some really interesting things in GPUs and CPUs. But Rory is pulling the handles. He's he's taking off, and uh, Lisa is is next up. Now she's been kind of groomed for this for a while. We've we've heard her often in uh, conference calls, yeah. answering a lot of questions. Uh, she's kind of been the face of AMD at things like CES. So they've they've kind of been getting her out in front of the cameras. Uh, talking to a lot of people. Uh, she went from a VP of, of like GPUs to COO rather quickly, and now she's the CEO of the company. Um, I, ha-
0: I had someone, I don't think she was ever in charge of GPUs directly, but um, I, it, it, the reason I, I, I say that is because somebody brought up to me today after this news was breaking that um, that there had been a thought that, Lisa was not particularly fond of the discrete graphics market, and that that worried them
1: that's and, odd
0: i and I tried to find some reference to that on the it world of the internet about uh uh her her thinking that, but I couldn't find anything well, in particular listening to the conference call. They didn't really mention that
3: product segment they were talking their custom integrations and, and even APUs yeah. they weren't talking Radeon
1: well if you, if you kind of look at the way things are going eventually all silicon will kind of go into one product but that's going to be a few years down the line because we've had the the monitor guys finally step up and start introducing new and unique products to improve our experience of a visual gaming and graphics and, and presentations and movies. I mean, for a long time, uh, 1920 by 1200 was the max, uh, 1080p was the standard, and now we're finally hearing about, you know, 1440p and uh, sure. 4K monitors. So the monitor guys have finally stepped up and given the GPU guys a lot more uh, impetus to make more impressive parts. And eventually, we're going to shrink down enough that what she said. we may get. Uh, thanks. Um, we may get to a point <laughs> where integrated graphics will be fine in pushing monitors that. You know, Apple came out with a Retina monitor or the you know Retina screens that they said that the pixel um, size was small enough that your retina couldn't distinguish and. They weren't entirely truthful in that because the amount of pixels per square inch you have to have for your retina to really uh, distinguish. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still really dense. Uh, so we have a ways to go. But eventually, with the way things are going, it's all going to be integrated for the purposes that you need. Unless we start going into some heavy-duty AI that requires a huge amount of serial and parallel processing that you, that even go ahead
0: uh, uh, do you foresee any immediate or intermediate changes with this change of leadership
1: i do not i think that uh, when rory came on she was one of the first hires that he did um they've worked closely together i think that uh, their ideas are, are pretty parallel to each other. She may add a few n- new wrinkles. Uh, she was in charge of uh, some R and D of a small group in IBM. Uh, worked at Freescale. Yep. She she has a, a good resume in the semiconductor I- industry mm-hmm. for you know being a solid worker and thinker and getting results where they needed to be. So. I think that she will follow a lot of the plan that that Rory put out because the stuff that he's doing is is pretty logical. I mean, they're they're shoring up the foundation of the company. They're not losing money like they used to. That's they're uh, pushing the products that they have great expertise in into markets that will actually purchase them for you know about what they are worth. So I mean, you've got APUs with really good integrated graphics and okay CPUs. But, I mean, they've got better drivers than Intel, and they've got better graphical performance in in things that, uh, you know, kind of matter to people. Video, uh, basic 3D games, and all this in a package that is pretty inexpensive and, and just works well. Yeah. So I don't see a huge turn in where we're going with AMD, just because, one... They can't make huge turns. They're still a big company. They're not as nimble as they want to be. Yeah. And they, the, the products that they have now are still based on the roadmap that was put in by Dirk Meyer and the gang back 45 years ago. Yep. So, we'll see. 2015, 2016 is where we'll start seeing some interesting changes. Where We're, we're going to have more dependence on ARM, and we'll finally get to see some new architectures from AMD in the x86 market. Cool.
0: Uh Jeremy tell me about what no we lost Jeremy we don't have we don't we lost our Jeremy uh, Canadian packets Canadians Canadian packets Canadians. uh so in other news since Jeremy's not here no we do have Jeremy well
4: oh i, j- I just got back no return video but all right apparently all right. Shaw heard me talking crap about them and-
0: so Jeremy can you tell me about wait just i don't know what can i tell you about let's find out let's find out if we can tell you about this we're going to talk about DirectX 12 and windows 10 that's where well, we're at yeah can you tell me it's, about it
4: it's a, it's a thing and okay i still don't understand why i downloaded the enterprise edition and the first thing it said is hey click here to find out where to go for lunch because i don't think that's what my employer was looking for <laughs> but, wait, wait what really yeah. it did that it, it it actually did. It was it was the very top app, and it was the tile in the start menu. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like and it enterprise edition.
0: On That's purpose, amazing. Regular
2: edition didn't do that I automatically. Well, nice.
0: Did it yeah. on mine. All right. So what is the what is the news here? So we, we Windows Ten is is out. Well, the the well, tech preview is out. The tech, tech out. preview is. Um, and we're starting to play around with that stuff. But also there was news about DirectX 12. Essentially,
4: it's shipping with.
0: Windows 10. When Windows... Uh, not you the, want DirectX 12? Not the preview. Not the preview it's we have today, pre- no. right? Okay. No. Okay.
4: No, because, I mean, at, at this point, it's technical preview. There, there are still some driver issues. Overall, it's actually working pretty good. But, uh, you know, it, it, it will be coming out, and it will be coming out very likely soon. Uh, it's, there's a lot of rumors, but early next year is not ridiculous to guess. So it's going to be interesting to see what DX12 uh, introduces and what DX12 does to Mantle. Because Mantle adoption right now is pretty big because you can develop with it. DX12, well, you're not even allowed to see it, let alone develop for it. So there's not a lot of games being developed to take advantage of it. On the other hand, uh, it should be rather interesting to see. We Mm -hmm. saw one little demo uh, back at SIGGRAPH. Oh, the Intel one. Yep. Looked impressive, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So, more or less, if you want DX12, start thinking about upgrading to Windows 10. Do
0: you, do you think you will have to have Win 10 to get DX12? Uh, well, what did they do for Windows 8? Yeah,
4: they did kind they of make did a that. proprietary DX for that?
2: Yeah, it was kind of built in,
0: kind
4: of. Yeah. So, my guess would be, yeah, maybe they'll do it for DX8. I don't think so. I keep saying I DX8, that,
0: but I think you mean Windows 8. Or sorry, Windows
4: 8. Yeah. Uh, but I think that Microsoft <laughs> is really trying to make a clean break here and say, you know, if, if you want the newest, greatest thing, you know what? just I, I put might, 7 away and buy our new stuff.
0: I might think that, except...
2: Yes, DXDiag in the, the uh, 10 preview says DirectX 11.
0: Yeah, the, because of all the, the, the focus on backwards compatibility for DirectX 12, that they may bring that to 8? They should. Right. Think of they're right. they're, they're targeting well, you mean all 8. current 8. shipping so like hardware. Yeah, yeah, eight point one. Yeah.
3: But if ten is going to be a free upgrade, which I still don't think I have confirmation on, then why I wouldn't don't believe they it? just support ten and not
0: eight point one? Yeah. If it's they, if if it's a free upgrade from eight point one to ten, I think then I think the that would be rumor. fine. That's yeah. the rumor. Yeah. But if it's not, then I would think you know like again they're 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 targeting DX twelve to to. For all this existing hardware. Yeah. Right. So maybe it would make sense to target an existing operating system <laughs> as well. I don't know. Maybe not.
1: Yeah, you
4: know, what it's got know? almost as much Windows or micro market share as Vista does.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, Josh ARM or uh Digitimes pointed out apparently that ARM at the uh, what is their technology conference called? Is it the ARM technology ARM TechCon? Uh, Mm -hmm. that they are predicting 10-nanometer FinFET designs taping out in the fourth quarter 2015. Do you believe that?
1: You know, it really depends on your definition of 10-nanometer products because uh, anymore these are becoming almost marketing terms. If you look at the physical specs in between uh, Intel's 14-nanometer and TSMC's 16-nanometer, they're very widely depending on the physical property so I think the basic problem that they've had with getting below 28 nanometer is going to be lithography uh, they, they went to from you know a st- single stage to uh, double patterning and they're talking about triple pattern uh, yep. lithography and we haven't even gotten into I mean everybody has kind of Blown their wad on on EUV, and it has not given the results that they've wanted. I mean, everybody has has invested in that. Intel did big time, thinking, okay, this is the best path to the future, and it's just not happening like no. they wanted to. I mean, we've we've gone into some things like you know immersion and double patterning, and now triple patterning. And, I mean, they're just – they haven't gotten to a litho uh, technology that has been able to address what they're wanting to do. So, uh, you know, until you get more specs about TSMC's 10 nanometer, you kind of have to to take things with with a grain of salt because it's going to be better than their 16 nanometer. But how much better is it going to be than Intel's, you know, so-called 14 nanometer, which has – Features that are you know above twenty nanometer in it, right? Well, yeah. it's it, it's just it's becoming clear as mud oh, it's a couple of hell. nanometers between friends, man. Exactly, and and I mean you know physics at that not very much to be exact. small of features just gets goofy, and so they're they're doing the best they can, and certainly Intel has a big lead over everybody else, uh, so if uh arm and tsmc are going to produce a product at 10 nanometers that's going to be their product at their version of 10 nanometers uh but we may not see this as a product in terms of process that is comparable to even intel's 14 nanometer because you know bigger numbers are worse in this case except of course when the smaller numbers perform worse than the bigger numbers. Yeah, yeah indeed.
0: Yeah, yeah, the it's, big thing, it's, I think know, is the the process- going
4: to be the M- embed OS, like, like their whole push towards the Internet of Things. It's, it's going to be interesting to see if they can just squeeze even a half a watt of power uh, reduction. It's going to be worth it. You know, it, at that level of uh power uh efficiency like it really does matter because that's the battery's going to last for two years or it's going to last for two and a half years so you know i i hope it does work out especially for another company that's sort of bolting arm processors onto theirs starts
0: the with maybe it's well. changed leadership yeah yeah maybe we'll see we'll see um just yeah, I'll it, tell you what. Make it better, thing, faster now.
1: I guess process technology is like days of our lives. It's so confusing. It if gets you lots jump of in and an episode, surgery. you're just screwed. Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah. Uh,
0: what is probably pretty interesting to a lot of our listeners, viewers, readers, etc., is that AMD dropped some prices this weekend. Um, when I was actually writing that Shadow of Mordor performance story. I happen to, like, all right, well, I need to get, let's, what's the cheapest, can I find 980s in stock? Yeah, okay, there's a couple rummaging around. Okay, um, how much is that 290X? What's the price difference now? And lo and behold, R9 290Xs are showing up for $399 now. And R9 290s are showing up for $299. So let's open up uh, new egg here, <coughs> live as we tend to do it. Oh, wait, oh no, that's not good news. Here we go. Oh, you can get some for as low as 379 now after rebate. Oh, that's wow. 379 before rebate, 349 after rebate for an XFX R9 290X. That Ooh, is a gosh. hell of a price. $349 after rebates? Down from? That's, uh, I don't know. $450, what, $499? $4, $450, 470
4: 480
0: 499 hmm. Amazon's still at 300 $499! So if you think about it, if you take the after rebate price of 350 bucks, that's $200 less expensive than the GTX 980 now.
1: And, fairly and I'll tell close you what, you're not going to burn up that much electricity in you know, the next three years that you <laughs> save.
0: You look at this, right? You've got 379 379 379 399 399 $409. you have got lots of parts there in that price range. right? Don't buy this power color one because it's got that crappy cooler on it. But uh, the Gigabyte... Triforce cooler. I don't know what it's called. Windforce. Windforce thank you. It's got three Tri-force. fans. <laughs> you know, whatever. The XFX uh, Double D <coughs> because, you know, that's classy. Is that really what it's called? It's a Double, double dissipation. D. Yeah,
4: Double Dissipation, baby. Oh, wow. Uh,
0: and then the, if this HIS has this, I don't, That's a. that's a loud cooler. <laughs> Visually, I mean, <laughs> right? I don't know about what it is. Sound wise Plus you can get uh three free games with these, right? You can get Alien Isolation, you can get that Star Citizen thing, you could get uh Sniper Elite 3 that we talked about before, right? There's there's some there's some interesting angles there. Uh now if we take a look at let's see what the R9290 has. Load that baby up, right? Yeah. Uh two eighty nine, two ninety nine, two ninety nine, three twenty nine. So you've got a you've got a handful, you've got two or three at that new price. Again, the Triforce or Windforce or whatever you want to
1: call it. Of course it would make it even funnier if you said a handful of the XFX double D. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Witty. But,
0: but Witty. the double D's are more expensive. Gotta pay yes, more for are. the handfuls. Yeah, you you usually do. <clears throat> so to speak. Yeah. Uh so what's that mean? Really, right now, if you look at the product stack, GTX 980 549, 290x 399, GTX 970 329, R9 290 299. We got this little table here that very simple simply lays it out Um, for those of you who are visual learners. uh, I think that puts the GTX 980 in a really really tough spot again. Already, excuse me while I cough here. And uh, even at a $150 price, Delta, that's a lot to ask for even somebody who is, like, an NVIDIA, like, GeForce fan, right? You're going to – similar levels of
1: performance. We'll say the 980 is a little bit faster. Yep. Yeah, but the drivers are crap. <laughs> I mean, it's been awful for years. I haven't tried it for years, but the drivers are still
0: crap. This, Wait, is, this is how the debate goes. Yeah, this is how uh, fanboysems happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I – it's it'll be interesting to see like and the thing is is like GTX nine eighties are kind of almost sold out not really like I just was on Newegg tonight and they had one
2: for five forty nine AMD's helping them out they're just dropping that price yeah well
0: I mean again like the whole the, the mentality is like if you're Nvidia and you're selling out your cards all the time do you lower your price no no, no you don't right so it, it you're will maximizing really, your profit right it will be oh. t- it will take people to stop buying the GTX 980 and instead buy the 290X
2: for any price. Well, look at how quick AMD happen. just dumped the price down on those. I can't believe how much they dropped that. Like they, that kind of one makes you wonder why. they didn't Had they lowered it, do it to
0: five thirty-nine or I'm sorry, four thirty-nine or four forty-nine or something like that? I'd be like, okay, this is actually it's competitive now. Yeah. Uh, but to go all the way down to three ninety-nine is
2: super aggressive. Well, don't worry, that company's
4: so far in the black, they don't have to worry about profit margins. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I mean, you know, why didn't they lower it a little bit more to make it more competitive before, like before the 980s came out? Well, they didn't know exactly what the performance would be. Uh, uh, and, and they, they didn't, didn't set that,
0: the but prices.
4: They were the Bitcoin comp-
1: miners. Yeah, that's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, they, they were competing against the 780 and the 780 Ti, yep. which were bigger chips, more complex. Yep. They were more complex uh, PCBs and power consumption for these Nvidia, you know, 780, 780 Ti, and their guys were making good margins on it. Yeah. And people had comparable, if not a little bit better, performance and power consumption. And now that we've got this new paradigm of the GTX 900 series, mm-hmm. they still have some good room to move about in terms of margin because they, they've they've got smaller dies uh, than the old 780. Yep. And only slightly larger than the GTX 900 series. So they have a little bit more leeway. Yep. And plus, these products have been out for a long time. Yeah. Uh, well, the, a year. The,
0: the 970 at $30 more than the R9 290, I think, is still a, a, a tough decision, right? Like, I, the 970 is maybe a little bit faster again. Yeah. Um but it's uh, it has a
2: way less power set. consumption
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah way lower on but that do side. we really think it's gonna matter that much Nvidia
3: is just gonna r- ride the sold out momentum until they launch GK 210 and then Maybe. drop the prices and re- uh, reimagine I mean, the stack and then yeah. right like
0: they've the, got momentum they can ride. the the, la- the last sentence the last paragraph here on the story that I wrote says it kind of sums up like it Nvidia has has proven that it is comfortable. Staying in this position against AMD. We're going to be more expensive, but we don't care. We still think people will prefer our product. And market share numbers have not dramatically swung in AMD's favor mm-hmm. over the last year or 18 months that that has been the case. Uh, and AMD is more than willing to um, make price cuts to make their product line more relevant, uh, put it in the spotlight, make people talk about it. Yeah. Um, and, but again, the market share between the competitors didn't change much over that time. So – I'll be curious to see how these two strategies play out. I think it'll be really interesting. But if you are a fan of video cards, if you're a fan of processing performance for lower dollars, the changes AMD made are pretty awesome.
3: I'm a fan of video cards. Video cards. Of
0: course. Always I don't easy.
3: know. They, they leak all over the place a little too much for
0: me. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, you want to tell me about what the hell HP did this week? Oh, they broke up with themselves. Oh.
4: It, it it seems like a weird move on the face of it, but honestly, I'm kind of a fan of this. Uh, so what they're doing is they're taking the PC ver- and the much lucrative printer divisions nice. and putting them into one division, and that's probably going to make most of their profit, especially considering they're selling bloody printers. Uh they're taking the enterprise side of it. So the servers, the network appliances, the backup appliances, all the rest of it that a consumer barely realizes is on the radar, let alone is interested in buying, and pushing that into a separate division. So you've got two divisions of roughly the same size now, uh, because HP has been on a big push to try and get into the server room, which it's not been doing too well with lately, but certainly has some interesting things coming. So... In a way, it makes them a little bit more nimble because for the PC and printing, boom, they can do whatever they feel like without having to wait for the enterprise guys to say, well, this sort of testing would be nice. And, you know, we're we're more interested that we throw a bunch of research budget into this product as opposed to the desktop side. Now they've been separated. The enterprise side is going to grow. It's strangely enough getting into 3D printing. I don't that see how that quite gets with the Enterprise, but
0: yeah, I, I Yeah, I, the Enterprise, if you want to make 3D printing a consumer thing, wouldn't you put it with the printers? Yeah. I, it, it seems yeah, smart yeah. to me.
3: Or maybe they want to target consumer 3D or Enterprise 3D printing, yeah. which has a lot bigger margins. Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay. because that's sort of the thing is your R&D budget gets all chewed up in the Enterprise side of it. You make some bulk 3D printers and you take that and then shift it over to the other side of hp and put out the cheaper ones and get into the toner business because if you want to know where the money is that's where the money is
0: liquid gold
3: it is (laughs) solid gold in this point in this case yeah
0: interesting stuff um anything interesting about this amd mobile apu update i have it in here but i really didn't read it at all well
1: it's it's excavator Oh, it's okay, their it is. next it's generation of, uh, of bulldozer products. And uh, this one is uh, aimed, Criso L, at the tablet market. So it's going to have probably GCN 2.0 or maybe even 3.0 graphics. Ooh, We don't know yet. Uh, but it's going to be an excavator CPU core, uh, it's going to be tablet again. We won't see the full version of Carrizo for desktops until 2015, mm. probably around March or April. But uh, we probably will see Carrizo towards the end of this year.
0: Thirty 50- percent perf increase at 15 watts. That's not terrible. I nope. do. I am a big fan of the abbreviation for the core name, though. I Xv. To... Oh. For excavator. For excavator. I like that. Nice, I'm okay with that. Nice. I like that. Four X V cores, two megs total L two, eight graphics compute units, two running backs. Wait, no. <laughs> uh, and
4: unfortunately all of this is just vendor
0: backends. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. ROPs, gotcha. Running backs.
1: RBEs, yeah. Two
0: two Adrian Petersons. Nope, wait. Nope. No. Nope, running backs nope, that are nope. usable. No. Nope. Yeah. Full HSA. I'm not even sure what that means anymore, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, you got to have software to make that work like it's supposed to. Yeah, you do. Uh,
0: all right, let's go into our last news bit here. I think we already kind of touched on this. MSI is releasing a line of uh, updated laptops, gaming laptops, using GTX 980 and GTX 970. Uh, this is a screenshot of... Nothing, I guess, but it's a picture of the laptop. Um, and then you've got your 3D Mark performance scores. Look how much faster! Look at the arrows 27% faster than the 880M, 8, 8 28% faster than the 870M. Can you update our Probably so? uses less power, too. Uh, we, I'm right. sure it does. These have support for uh surround configurations wirelessly, uh, apparently. Oh, boy, yeah, wirelessly apparently. Yeah, <laughs> weird. I'm not quite sure. Wait, how many ports are on the thing? You've got an HDMI and two Mini DisplayPort outputs. Oh, yep. So you could do it. So you can so do it. It's doing the DP. I don't know if it has the performance for it necessarily. Yeah. Uh, I think there are some models that will have uh, SLI as well. It'll do perfectly fine in Civ 2. Civ 2, yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, this is a nice looking one here. This is the uh, GS70 Stealth Pro in crimson red, perfect for NVIDIA based uh, laptops. Um, hmm. And but the one we got in is the GT72 Dominator. I think it's rated at like 19.99, uh, about two thousand bucks. 4x M.2 SATA SSDs in RAID zero, ultra high resolution 3K displays. We did not get that. Uh, killer. Networking, which we'll talk about in the review. Oh, killer Nick! Positive and negative. 4K HDMI output. That's right. It does support HDMI the 2.0. Say again, Jeremy?
4: I remember when we thought they were going to be a flash in
1: the pan. uh yes, indeed. they are.
0: They are indeed. hanging on. Indeed,
1: they really are. No, no, no. They're bought up by Qualcomm. They will be a Is marketing, marketing term from here on out.
2: Yeah. yeah. See the just like physics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, well, they 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 had babies. Well, they had a baby.
0: Ta-da! Keep putting so this them is what together. We're looking forward to testing very soon. This is a pair of Ares three. So this
4: is. Don't f- drop it on the Lenovo. You'll kill it. I'm
0: trying. Yeah. No, the Lenovo will survive. That Asus maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we're looking forward to testing all four of those GPUs. Those that those is sides.
2: triple eight pin power connectors.
0: Yeah, it yeah. is. It is indeed.
2: No, five hundred. So, am I going to need to just bring in my arc welder so that we can power these things? No, no I mean... we have plenty of power supplies oh. to arc weld.
0: We don't need arc welders. We've got lots <laughs> of power supplies. Pickered we've Michael. got we've got fifteen hundred watt power supply set on the shelf, ready to go. We're ready for this. Uh, this is, this is a project we're we'll be working on here in the next week or two. Uh, we're trying to get trying to get JJ out here in studio to help us with. this. Not the JJ. We're trying. I'm trying. Hopefully, he's listening. And uh, we can convince him that he should make an effort to come out to our studio, so we can hook these up. What's his Twitter handle that we should annoy him at? Uh, let me let me look that up real quick. I want everybody to send our good pal JJ. Uh, uh, let's see. Here we go. Okay, it's pretty difficult. Asus Tech MKT JJ. Asus Tech. Marketing MKTJJ stands for Marketing JJ. Uh, or you can just add me to it, and I'll just I'll forward every single one of them. He needs to a better him. Twitter handle.: Well, you know,
2: what can I say? Could be like Asus JJ?
0: Mean. He doesn't want one because of things like this. No. <laughs> this is probably why he just recently joined Twitter, and now he's going to totally go away from Twitter. Very that smart. Was, that was interesting.
2: That was it was a good run while we had it. Oh wait, no, it's, it's not spelled out marketing. Somebody no, in the chat. No, just MKT. Yeah, MKT. JJ. JJ. It'll be there. It'll be there.
0: All right, let's get into our hardware software uh, picks of the week. Apparently, I have to put in my birthday to show everybody my pick of the week because it is. A gruesome, gruesome PC game. Sniper Elite 3. Last week I recommended Shadow of Mordor. This one is uh, Sniper Simulator 3000. Uh, Is there
2: a mod where if we throw one of those fans we talked about earlier at it? At a person in the game. What or, fan
0: are we talking about? Was I not here for this the conversation? The cooler,
2: you know, the cooler that wasn't that great. Oh, the, uh, the Dark Pro. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. throw one of those, then it goes to the bullet time with the... We could do that. The bones crunching. I want to see, let's see
0: what kind of media we have. Or do we have any, like... I bet they don't show any of the really... Oh, wait, nope, I lied. <laughs> do they? <laughs> Here's a bullet entering somebody's, I don't know, heart or spleen oh, or sweet. something. Yeah. Look at the they, muscle. Up yeah, here. look at the You know, I, I want to
1: know if they took uh, Frank Netter uh, MD's <laughs> uh, illustrations for this game because they're pretty good.
0: I I don't. It's so weird. Like I've I've only played maybe an hour hour and a half of this game, um, but you definitely shoot people right in the face like with a sniper <laughs> rifle. I don't know what else to say. It's kind of fun. Is it elite? Uh, it is Elite 3 uh, by and my... And it looks good. I it, mean, it's a little cartoony, but it still looks yeah, good. No, it's, it's visually, it's a pretty good-looking game. I will agree with that. So,
4: And where was the first place that you shot somebody in that game, Josh?
1: Uh, in the femur, and I got to see his testicles hanging down in his pants. <laughs> That's why. You were going so
2: straight
4: for that. So you missed your first shot, didn't you?
1: <laughs> well, I still took him out. Because, you know, once you get hit and shatter a femur, you're immobile. You're yeah. not moving anywhere. And
0: likely bleeding out. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up on this list is Jeremy. What do you got for us? Looks like another game pick. Uh,
4: it was an emergency game pick, but seriously I don't understand why no one is talking about this. Like you've got the new Lord of the Rings game coming out, which is a, a sneaky killy third person view <laughs> game, like which I'm Batman not a big fan in of Middle Earth. But it, it does seem like interesting. This game, Sticks Master of the Shadow, you're a goblin. With a big knife. So, of course, you're sneaking around in the shadows, and it just looks more than a little amusing, and it's not like a, an a Assassin's Creed or uh, the other one that just came out not too long ago, Dishonored. Hmm. You, you are a little tiny snot of a goblin, and so, yeah, you <laughs> can't fight anything hand to hand, but boy, are you good at just screwing with people from the shadows. Your
0: Honestly,
4: game it looks like a lot expensive of fun. than mine. And it's 20% off right now on Steam. So.
3: 23 dollars Plus, I assume it has a soundtrack by Ryan's favorite 70s, <laughs> 80s band. Oh, yeah. Sticks.
1: Sticks.
0: S-T-Y-X. Oh, yeah, sticks, it by the way. It is Sticks. Yeah. Come sail away.
1: Jeremy or Josh, mm-hmm. you're up next. Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Oh, I see this is a good pick for you, Josh. What do you got? You know, I've got something that's affordable for all of us. <laughs> Newegg has a fantastic, <laughs>
0: fantastic on earth?
1: Bundle that makes absolutely no sense. But you know what? If you got nineteen thousand one hundred thirty-two dollars and ninety cents, you too it, could have it, this entire thing. It has. I don't understand why you would buy it, a storage setup like yeah. this. Maybe, maybe, maybe Alan could explain. It has, what does it
3: has two RevoDrive Drive nine sixty gigs and four eight fifty
2: Pro. 256?
1: No, one terabyte. One terabyte.
2: So you what can't the hell? So you can't hardware raid Revos. You have to software raid them. Through Windows. That's
0: dollars. Two <laughs>
2: to Revo Drive 350s. And so did they I see an Intel. They told that's someone at Newegg to processor. just, like, put together an insane combo deal. They just And you know what?
1: They delivered. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and not only that,
1: what's the best part is you get a $20 off uh, credit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to, put, a 20... to put gas in your car because yeah. you're not going to have any other money It does left. come
1: with the PQ321
0: PQ wow. monitor, the 4K yeah. uh, That's NSC. a decent chunk of it. Yeah, that's that's... Twenty five hundred or so. You get a sixteen hundred watt power supply, four eight fifty pros, one terabytes <sighs> each, uh, and two OCZ Revo Drive nine sixties. This makes total two sense to me, Z's. guys. What's the total two Titan Zs? Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two Titan Zs. Two
1: Titan Zs. Yeah. That's, that's inexpensive. Titan
4: Z graphics Com- Price.
0: combo discount three hundred seven dollars.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's it's cheap at half the price.
0: Oh. <laughs> Yeah.
4: Uh, My question yeah. is: Do these guys actually like NCIX? And that will test a system before they ship it out. Does Newegg do that, or is no. this just we're going to put the most expensive this crap we can stuff. find in a giant ass case and ship it to you? Someone yeah, scrolled all Windows. Th- it's your fault. Somehow
2: you? I'm tell. Is it in, is it assembled? No. Okay. So someone someone I
0: scrolled think. through the <laughs> configurator and picked all the most expensive things. I'm interested in this case. Yep. What is this case called? InWin S
2: Frame. Yeah, uh, it looks cool.
3: Yeah, we, we've God, seen that trade shows and stuff. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah.
2: It didn't have $20,000 worth of crap in it. <laughs> well, is it open? It not uh, even at know. the No, It's, it's it got is, a it's glass. Like,
0: front. Yeah, it's got.
2: Ooh, $20 million rebate. Okay. Yeah.
0: You're right. Prepaid car. It's not oh, no. even cash.
1: It expires. Yeah. It expires your car for $20. Off. You can buy four lattes yeah. with that.
0: <laughs> hey, well, uh, this is a great pick, Josh. I hope uh, hope everybody buys one. Exactly click through (laughs) click through from our website yeah make sure you use our affiliate code
4: yeah you screwed up the uh, affiliate link there Josh that must be
2: fixed yeah you need to fix that although I don't think we get that much of a percentage. we don't have one if somebody buys one even
0: at a half a percent
2: that's (laughs) some lattes one percent
0: is what hundred ninety dollars yeah all right so all right if somebody bought that combo and I only made ninety dollars in commission I would be very upset (laughs) Don't put my affiliate code on this, actually. Actually, <laughs> I don't, actually, I don't think you can on these combo deals. That's yeah, that's fine. Uh, Alan, what do you got?
2: Uh, so I got a wallet. It
0: doesn't even
4: really count as a wallet. I joined
2: the Kickstarter. Does it like, have
4: $20,000? Well,
2: look, I got the slim version of it. No, it doesn't have $20,000 in it. Um, yeah. So I got the slim version of this uh, carbon fiber. You might be able to see the carbon... Ooh, carbon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you have it's a, a slim wallet. It's a wallet it's made out of carbon fiber, but it's uh, these guys have a kind of cool manufacturing method. It's the same sheet of carbon fiber around the front and the back of it, and it opens and folds. Is that unique? Carbon fiber usually does not fold without breaking. Like when you wreck a carbon fiber car into something. What is the right? benefit of having a carbon fiber wallet? Uh, it's just really thin
3: and it's light. And if it's if
2: someone's about to shoot you, you can hold it in front of your chest. It's pretty rigid. No, it's not. <laughs> shoot carbon. me right here. Have yeah. a bunch
4: of carbon fiber embedded in the wound?
2: Yeah, that's, that's what you want. You
4: saw the Sniper Elite 3 thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so maybe they'll update the game so if they have a carbon fiber wallet in there. All right. The yeah. CF Lex hinge. Yeah, so somehow they laminate. The carbon without impregnating it with resin for only part of it, so that part flexes. Mm. It's weird, okay. but it's a cool idea. Diamond you know I mean? ripstop interior. Hidden
0: storage pocket. Mm. It's not hidden. Hey. It's a pocket. Hey, where's Alan's storage pocket? It's, it's, storage it's
3: pocket? hidden
2: right here. Where's, I don't know. that. That's a hidden pocket? That's what it says. Oh, sto- it's, it's, the, where I, yeah, it's over here. Yeah, thing. it's not a hidden pocket. It's not it's really like a hidden. Pocket. Yeah, he's, he's got his selfie nude hidden in there. Yeah. So I mean, if you have more than like three or four credit cards, though, you're gonna to want to get like the max version of that wallet or whatever. The like I think Mori got that one. Just get know. a coin. See, this is the, this the only part. This is the issues. only problem I have with this wallet. What? Is
0: this? Watch where they put that five dollar bill.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got why? my
0: five dollar.
4: What?
2: What's uh, wrong with that? Uh, why? Why would you not have do a you bill?
4: even wallet?
2: <laughs> How much money? Well, I don't carry a lot of cash around anymore. Well, you don't carry any, apparently. Apparently not. Well, I got like you know I got like forty bucks in there. I need about three fifty.
3: I would use that like side interior pocket for the cash. But no, so I mean
2: if they fingers. put
4: metal threads through it so that it was a Faraday cage too, maybe it'd be kind of neat. But
2: like uh, the CFlex, CF otherwise I think known that's as an, as I think that's an option. A actually. wallet,
0: wallet. Let's we'll uh, see, we'll see, see what the max does. Some kinda, you know. Okay. Yep. Yep. I see the wallet. Thank you, sir. Yeah, got a it's lot of cash. Thin. Maybe that's okay. They got
2: there cash, me, look, you go. Look, it's know. got a pocket see, for the money. It's hidden. Uh, no, no,
1: no, though. Oh yeah, but look where the credit cards go. Amazon
0: uh, no, gift no, oh, yeah, cards. Amazon uh, no, the hell keeps their Amazon gift no, cards in the other
2: pocket. Cartier, the fine French boutique. See, there you go. And that's like that one's like sixty bucks, I think. It's reasonable. It's just a okay.
3: Optional RFID blocking interior. Yeah, you can. That's that is
2: an option. Yeah.
3: See, at least that makes it semi-nifty.
2: And then their other option was like an iPhone 5 case wallet thing, which mm-hmm. is kind of dated now. Whoops, but you know, wow. estimated
4: ship date November. Okay, oh. I, I that's actually it.
1: pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Eighteen dollars dollar Walmart wallet, wow, and I yeah. I covered
2: it with with my chicken wallet has wire. a Batman logo on it now. Yeah, chicken wire. Yeah, that's true. Ryan's Hot glue. that'll work.
0: I don't have it with me. Right, Ryan,
2: Ryan so you don't have your wallet with you? It's on my desk. Oh.
0: It's, uh, was that Tyvek? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Tyvek. Okay, well, that's not really hardware or software, but I'm going to let it it's slide hardware. this time. No, it's not. It's Bullshit. a wallet. It's, it's a wallet.
3: That's where you keep the credit card that you use to buy that Newegg system. Yeah. Yes, that's how you buy. Because you can't
0: keep Josh's cash pick. there, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Not $20,000 worth. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's a show. That is episode 321. Uh, we will be back next week, probably. We'll record a show, maybe. Uh, Again, PCPro.com slash podcast. That's the URL where you can subscribe, uh, find the back episodes, find all the links of the articles we discussed in today's episode. And, of course, go to PCPro.com slash live on Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, or go to PCPro.com slash subscribe, sign up for our mailing list, and we'll let you know when we are going to do more live things in the future. Not just our podcast. More live things. More cooler, liver things will happen. All right, are we ready? We good? Everybody, anybody else got anything else to say? Alan looks preoccupied, so we're going to go ahead and exit the show now. I'm Ryan Schrell.
4: I'm Jeremy Hellstrom.
0: I'm Josh Walrath. And I'm Alan Malentano. Does he look preoccupied?